<laughs> it's the Mad Music Podcast. Your girl Michaela. I'm with my lovely co-host Ama and Dami. Hey y'all. We made it. Another we day. It. How y'all doing? I'm good. Oof. I'm here. I felt like the bull at North Penn Station. Uh-huh. Free for a little bit, but I know I'll be captured again. Oh my gosh. Not captured. Yes. Yes. Readable. Readable. <laughs> what y'all been listening to this week? I can't. Um Closer to my dreams. Closer to my Yeah, that definitely has you in a chokehold. Yeah. You've been listening to, to that since. <laughs> I know we talked about Forever. it on, on Reefer Rhythms. That was one of my songs, but um, it came again. It just came on in rotation, and damn it, this song make me emotional. Like, whew, for good reasons, good reasons. So, yeah. I'm always, whenever I hear it, I'm never going to skip it. It's just so damn good, but it makes me emotional. It brings me right back to when I was moving up here to go to school and singing out the window on the plane. I'm getting close to my dreams as I'm flying to Philly. So it just, Aww. it put me in my feelings, but all good things. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, like, I that. like that a lot. Yes. Guapale. My chokehold yes. is um, Reasons by Cleo Soul. her new album and um i've been hearing a lot of great things about this album and i've been holding off but like for some reason and of course it kind of fits with the theme of the episode it's a very spiritual album and mm-hmm. she talks about the love yeah. of god and uh this song in particular is really it's really uplifting and it's, it's a loving song so that's what yes. i'm playing if you need some inspiration some positive affirmations put on cleo soul mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She will change your life. She's doing a thing for real. The last two albums. Yeah. Her positivity is so infectious. Mm-hmm. I see her name all the time on social media. People rapping yeah. to her music. Her music is really, really good. Really, really touching. Yeah. Highly What's your code? Mine? Mine is What About Love by um, the Broadway version <laughs> of The Color Purple. <laughs> Getting ready, huh? Yes. So I saw Fantasia on the, in the color purple mm-hmm. back in the day. My mom took me, I think it was for like my birthday or something, mm-hmm. which was cool. I remember she even, she was like, let's go stand by when they, when the actors and stuff come out. I was like, no, this is embarrassing. Let's go, Wanda. She's like, just stay. You can meet her. You can meet her. I was like, no, I don't want to. I'm so shy. But yeah, I've been listening to a lot of like musical stuff to get through the work day. And that's one of them. What about love? It's such a good song. Okay. As I'm going as I'm seeing the, the pictures and the press tour, I'm like, dang, I'm actually kinda excited to see it. 
Like I know yeah. I mean, we have reservations, incredible. but they look phenomenal. Yeah, they, they work it up nicely. And you know, mm-hmm. I again, there's no doubt it's going to be a great production. It's of just yeah. why that's yeah, my yeah. thing. It's it's yeah. not it's not a matter of like why? you know, it's not going to be a good version or it may not be my favorite version, but it's just a matter of like mm, I don't know what's the point. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we shall see on Christmas Day. I'm gonna go support. I'm gonna go support. Yeah, it's as close as the musical anyway, so it'll, it'll okay. be different. Cool it's good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that still hit me in the heartstrings when I was mm-hmm. there. I remember being in the audience, tearing up during the intermission, mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god, mama!" <laughs> Emotional ass <laughs> story. Uh, yeah, for real. Yeah, mm. it's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody look good. Everybody look good. Oh yes, everybody. Listen, Oof. I love promo. I eat promo up. I love Me watching too. the interviews. No, they be saying the same thing over and over again. Tell you the same life story. <laughs> tell you the same yep. answer to every same question. It's mm-hmm. just a different host. I but care. I'll still be like, mm-hmm, cause she gonna mm-hmm. say that. And it it's has touched and it, her. Yes. <laughs> It is something about Fantasia's voice. It's like, yeah. damn, like I feel it. She's yeah. Like, yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's a reflection of me. I said, oh, I'm crying already. So, <laughs> you know, I, I just I'm... saw with her and Danny Danielle singing on um, Hoda mm-hmm. and what's her face and Good Morning America. I think Ooh, it is. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, white lady. Mm-hmm. They yeah. were yes, and they were like crying. They were crying, listening mm-hmm. to them singing together. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, beautiful. Let go, let God. Soon as I stop worrying, that's what they were singing. Oh, I'm gonna be boohooing. Right. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> heavy, heavy hitters in there. Heavy hitters in there mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and you know, it would be nice to see what's her name. What's Chloe's sister name? Hallie. Hallie. Yeah. Acting in something again, yeah. and her. That would be she interesting. Was, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't oh, think yeah, I've her. ever seen her act, so we'll see how it goes. Beauty and the Beast. Oh, oh yeah, but I didn't watch it, so I haven't seen. Yeah, like uh, I said, I haven't seen her act actually. Wait, she mm. was, was that live action? That was live, yeah, it was it live was. action. Mm-hmm. I think it was. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, I guess I meant to say, was it on TV? Yeah, that's a good question. Oh, okay. yeah, okay. yeah. I okay. didn't really see it full either, but I, you know, I stopped by for a couple of minutes. <laughs> Support. <laughs> they got you, got your rating, got your yeah, rating yeah, in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make sure you were part of it. <laughs> okay. Let us know what y'all been listening to. Let us know how y'all how y'all feel about this. The color purple. A couple people have been telling me how they feel. They don't know either. I said, uh, okay, y'all feel right. the same way. We all on the same. We yeah. all in the same boat. Sure. <laughs> we'll see. We'll support regardless. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So today, um, musical mess is going to be a little bit different because mm. mm. we're gonna we're gonna not talk about mess today. We're gonna talk about like you know our hook early. So I figured mm-hmm. let's just talk about some fun facts. About the preacher's wife because that's our hook today, y'all. Okay. Yes. Um. So yeah, no musical mess. We're gonna keep this as a holiday episode. Keep it nice and light. You know, it's enough mess to go around. There's always something happening. Yes. Yes. Always. But um, these are some fun facts that I found about the movie and the soundtrack. Um. If anybody didn't know, The Preacher's Wife is a remake of the 1947 film called The Bishop's Wife, which was actually based on a 1928 book of the same name by Robert Mm -hmm. Hayden. It is one of the best 
in my opinion, this is my opinion, not a fact, but it is one of the best American Christmas comedy drama films of all time. <laughs> yes, you I mean, hit them. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know what it was about, it's about a preacher by the name of Henry Biggs. He's having problems with his church, seeing his congregation declining while its depths are mounting, along with the general feeling of inadequacy that causes problems in his personal life. He asked the Lord for divine intervention and his gospel singing wife, Julia. Yes, it is Julia, not Julia, are Ooh. visited by an angel. <laughs> Dudley and Dudley soon becomes Dudley. a source of and Dudley. solution to their problems. Mm. Mm. And <laughs> <laughs> we have some he heavy, heavy hitters in this film. 1996 uh, released December 13th, so we're not too far from when it was the le- released. Yeah. yeah, what was that? I don't even. I can't do math. Twenty something years ago. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Sounds like that. It's too 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 many dates. <laughs> it was directed by Penny Marshall. It starred Whitney Houston, Denzel Washington, Courtney B. Yes. Vance. You also have lovely people like Jennifer Lewis, the mother of Black Hollywood, Gregory <laughs> Hines. Loretta Devine, Sissy Houston makes a cameo, and even mm-hmm. Lionel Richie. <laughs> the movie was filmed in Yonkers, New York City, Patterson, wow. and Newark, New Jersey, and in Portland, Maine. That makes sense. Maine. Yep. So, so Whitney was home when she was doing this. Denzel. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Denzel originally wanted Julia Roberts to play the role of Julia Biggs, but when he realized Whitney was a better fit for the role and kept asking her to play, she kept turning down the role because she didn't think that she could relate to the character. And she said that she didn't really date men like Reverend Biggs, so she didn't think that she could play Julia that well, which I don't understand because she grew up in the church. She can play Julia just fine. <laughs> no, Michaela, let's go back to we ain't, we ain't gonna, yeah, we ain't gonna talk about that. Yes, Denzel Washington originally yes. wanted Julia Roberts to play the role of Julia. Now, the reason why I th- I'm thinking this is because Julia Roberts is ob- obviously she was hot commodity in the 90s, and yeah. they also had already done a movie together if i'm not mistaken pelican Pelican brief Brief. yeah so he probably is like i got chemistry with julia i you know whatever i can't tell you why it's true i'm just thinking about the church and where it's 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 setting of it and the baptist church like what what, i mean i don't know i don't know how it it would have obviously we don't know how it would have turned out but they, they didn't tell her. They didn't tell us everything. No, that's no but. shade. I, that's no yes, shade. It is. But it yes, would, it is. It it's okay. Been, it would have been a white no. Pentecostal. It would not have been a church that it was. That's for damn sure. Evangelical. It's a lot of white people that's evangelical. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Lutheran. Yeah. Lutheran. Yeah. <laughs> Even Baptist. Even Baptist. That's true. You never mm. know. Well, set, the setting will tell you all where, where who would it really be. I feel like if you're down south, you could be Baptist, you know, evangelical, yes. you know. Yeah. Pentecostal yes. white, All and then right. if you're in the north, you probably Catholic or mm-hmm. you know Catholic mm-hmm. or Catholic. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Wait a minute. Um, maybe Lutheran too. Let me add that. Non-denominational. Non-denominational. Oh, you're right. You're right. That's, that's another big one. one. Yeah, that's a real big mm-hmm. one. <laughs> that's another good one. Um, although Jennifer Lewis, again, the mother of Black Hollywood, 
It's only she she played the mother of Whitney Houston, but she's only six years older than Whitney. <laughs> which yeah, is she crazy. She did like a young mom and she did like mm-hmm. a young mom movie. <laughs> she looked good. That's why that's why, Do- that's why Dudley was like, Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um what else was I saying? Uh Robert Ebert. A famous movie critic said about the movie, if y'all didn't know, Robert Ebert, he did, like, he gave ratings for every movie, I feel like, up until the day he died. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But um, he said, I found myself enjoying The Preacher's Wife for its simple but real pleasures, for the way Houston sings, for the glimpses of the people in the church congregation, and for the way the preacher tries his hardest to do the right thing. And also for Denzel Washington, who is able to project love without lust and goodness without corniness. This movie could have done more, but what it does is make <laughs> you feel good about makes you feel good about it. And I mm-hmm. felt like yeah, that was good. That's good That's like, nice. yeah. it, I think he was saying like he wanted it to be a little bit more like punchy. Like he wanted some other, I, I guess, a little bit more of a storyline between. Yeah, more drama, more stuff. But then he came to realize, you know, it is what it is. I got to take what I can get. I mean, so I feel like 9.9 times out of 10 Christmas movies are corny. And cheesy, that part. yeah, and they're supposed yeah. to be because it's supposed to be like a feel good. So I don't right. know how much more drama you gonna get. I mean, they already had uh, the, the the liquor store robbery. Like, what else? What <laughs> right. other drama do you need in the yeah. movie? And usually, the, the boys are family friendly. So what what type of drama are you trying to bring into the right. movie that's supposed to be for everyone to watch? Yeah, yeah. At Christmas. <laughs> so people just be. I mean, you know, he just had, he had to critique. He had to say something. You, you always yeah. have to critique yeah. something. Yeah, you yeah. can't. You can't just. Can't, I think he gave it three reasons. out of five. Three out of five stars. Hmm. That's pretty high for a Christmas movie, to be honest. I think so too. Yeah. I think he was. I, I mean, it's, <laughs> what's the major Christmas movie that they, that people be watching? National Lampoon. National Lampoon. Yeah. The Christmas what's that story boy with the yeah a Christmas story. Yeah, a Christmas there, story. That mm-hmm. one with the glasses. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Charlie Brown. <laughs> I'm gonna blow that one. <laughs> I was playing Charlie Brown yesterday in the car. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Um, I, go, sorry, I'm go sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say the way the way it was worded about like Dudley's role, I, the way you mm-hmm. worded it, or is is he funny because, yeah. or he worded it. It's funny to me because as a as an adult, I was like as a, as a child. I wasn't picking up on certain things. No, you don't. Adult, you didn't I care. was like crossing them boundaries. I said, "Ooh, you didn't care." This is an, yeah. this is an angel of God. I've been watching that <laughs> movie. I would have sold it since it probably it. came out, and I was just, and then you know, every year, just like, wait, 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 <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Like they really did. Well, you were right. to become a little bit older, and you start picking yeah. up on, you know, subtleties. You're like, what? The way yeah. that he was looking at Dudley and yes. about she Dudley. Wanted him. And, she wanted him. I would have folded. So I remember I there's a scene where they're coming back from the uh, skate park <laughs> and J- Jennifer Lewis is sitting down. She was crying watching a Christmas movie and 
then she she looks at the way they're looking at each other, uh, Whitney and Denzel's characters, and she said, "Oh my lord!" Mm-hmm. And you know, the little boy's like, "Grandma, grandma, jingle bells," and she's like, "Not right now, mm-hmm. not right now, baby. Go get grandma some uh, some cookies." <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> yeah, and Dudley, Dudley, like, uh, I, 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 I got work to do. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you did. It was nice to see Denzel in a role like that, though. Like, it's yeah. very yeah. like refreshing to see him not be like in a super serious role serious. Yeah. yeah you know mm-hmm. he was, he was I, yeah mm-hmm. very charming i said oh man very oh, charming oh mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. so such a charmer <laughs> wow <laughs> the uh the soundtrack was released a couple weeks before the movie i think it was near thanksgiving november 26th or something in 1996 so it came out before the movie which was december 13th mm-hmm. um surprisingly there were some reviews that painted this album to be very lackluster which is crazy to me one said it was a fairly awkward attempt at gospel soul and that tells me all i need to know (laughs) because there are exactly it was a white person i think it was from the rolling stone if Mm -hmm. i'm not mistaken Uh, these are not the people that need to be criticizing this type of music because they don't understand how powerful and inspirational this soundtrack is Mm -hmm. so they they yeah. need to get this together. That's like crazy. they, yeah. I think what was happening was they were. I think even one was saying how if you want if you want Whitney to be a diva, you're not going to find it on this album. And that's not her role. Her role was not to be a diva. Her role right. was to let God use her. Right. Oh, Jesus. Um. This album was number <laughs> number one on <laughs> Billboard Top Gospel and R and B hip hop albums. Um, it Curious. won a lot of different yes, awards and was nominated for AMAs, Grammys, Soul Train Award, Dove Awards, Image Awards, Trumpet Awards, yeah. Essence Awards. Yep. Um, it is known to be the best-selling gospel album of all times with sales of 6 million copies worldwide. Crazy. Crazy. Nobody has touched it yet. Not even Kirk Franklin. And he, oh, wow. I feel like, is worldwide. Wow. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah, they were selling yeah. copies in Japan and the UK, all over the place. Um, yes, Japan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the album went straight to number one on the Billboard Top Gospel Albums chart. It's the first album by a female artist to do so, and it remained on the chart for 117 weeks. Wow. Wow. Yes. Um, another fun mm. fact that I found okay. That's was that Merv Mervin Warren was the producer with Whitney Houston throughout mm-hmm. the film for or mm-hmm. for the music on the film mm-hmm. and um he wrote the lyrics to some of the songs in in the um I think we're y'all will probably talk about some of the songs that he wrote mm-hmm. um but little quick trivia about him in the jazz club scene Lionel Richie takes Merv's place at the piano so if you remember when they're going to jazzies and he's there's this man on the piano that's Mervyn Warren who actually produced the album with Whitney okay um and you see actually Lionel is like playing but that's actually Mervyn who's playing and Lionel is actually just mimicking what Mervyn was already Mervyn already recorded wow wow yeah and he also said <laughs> he also said in um in a interview that Denzel Washington was caught crying to who would imagine 
a king. Oh, me too. When yeah. it was, <laughs> when it was, um, when Whitney sang it on set, he he cried about it. So, wow, this is an all around awesome oh, album. Lord, what do y'all feel about is. the Preacher's Wife? Let me let me hear y'all. Iconic, thoughts. legendary. Oh god, always in my heart. That's something. <laughs> that's a movie that uh, you have to pass down. You have to pass yes. down. Like yeah. you know, if totally I have kids, agree. every Christmas. <laughs> Y'all already know what it is. Turn it on. No, nah, yes. I remember um, having the VHS, y'all. Yes, and the DVD. Mm-hmm. That's how much yeah. we loved it. I remember watching this movie at church. <laughs> Why not? Uh, <laughs> that makes sense. I remember yeah. watching this movie at church. I remember watching it at home. I remember hearing the songs on the radio during the holiday season. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. Oh Lord, like I, mm, just nostalgia just nostalgia and childhood and christmas memories like i literally remember being by one of our family friends house miss kim and she had us over for like hot chocolate and eggnog and she had this this playing on the background and it was all warm and we had on our like fuzzy socks and oh oh lord love it love it like that's cute yeah yeah the memories it is a great album. Is it? Yeah. I don't think there's another album. And you know what's really funny to me? I think there's only like one true Christmas song on this album. And, <laughs> and it's still considered to be like a Christmas or holiday album, which is like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like fascinating. Like it's mm-hmm. a holiday album. It's a gospel album. It's an inspirational album. Yeah. It's an R&B album. It's like definitely it's hidden mm-hmm. everything that I love about music. Yeah, it's jazzy. It's you know soulful. It's this album is incomparable. There's nothing I feel like that can top this as far as if you're if you're looking for an album with a little bit of everything on it. Yeah, <laughs> you even got rapping on it. I mean, you even got yeah. Bobby Brown rapping. On yeah, album. oh Lord, yes, <laughs> you know he's gonna make an appearance. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, you got everything you would want. All the the heavy hitters too, part of yeah. it as well. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know. Y'all want to get into the music? Yes, please. Yes, ma'am. All right. Who oh, wants to go first? Hopefully, I don't get into my damn feelings. Oh, it's okay. You do. Go ahead. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. good for likes. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. We need it. We need it. Come Let me to, record. Let me record you crying so I can put it on TikTok. Uh, you gonna zoom Docu- in to document? Documentary. This will be documentary. Just you know what? As a matter of fact, set up your camera so that you can start. Crying. So we could put that up there. Right. People are like, I just don't understand why I'm crying. I don't want to cry on the internet. Ah. Right. But you, but you prop that camera up. Right. Yeah, prop that camera up. Who set that please. up? Please. And you Who's got the different angles. <laughs> right. The different angles. Um, mm. Ama, you want to go first? Sure. Um, right. So my first song is a song you, you just mentioned, uh, Who Would Imagine a King? Who Who could imagine, who would imagine a king? Oh, man. Uh, mm. Beautiful song. Yes. Uh, this song is really special to me because, again, I feel like whenever we talk about gospel, there's going to be a reference to church back home and whatever ministry I was on. But for this one, it was the dance ministry again, liturgical dancers. We danced to this song during a Christmas program. Um, 
and oh just fun fact my mom was the, the drama director for our church so she she directed all the plays when i was growing up <laughs> um, so she was julia <laughs> right L- literally <laughs> literally um but yeah we danced who's her deadly no <laughs> Ooh, don't do it don't do husband, it husband her husband she gonna, she gonna get you <laughs> big ass house in michaela I mean, she said literally, so hey, hey. I mean, my mom's, my mom's plays were like a thousand times better with no shade to, to Julia. Um, Dang, you going to talk about the deceased she, like that. Right, I thought it was supposed to be a positive. I'm, 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 talking, I'm talking about Julia, not Whitney. JK, if you, JK. If, you, if you want to know like why I plan anyway my mom i realized i get that from her because she was on point with the with the the, the dramas but we danced yes. to the song the dancing dance to the song and i remember even as a child it made me cry just mm. dancing, just dancing to the song it's, it's so it's so beautiful it was written by uh, mervyn warren and halloran hill and honestly this song is like a lullaby yeah <laughs> it's yeah like a lullaby. It it's, it's yeah. for children you know honest i mean it's for adults yes but i think that the song is all about children so like when i hear it I can see Whitney singing to like Bobby Christina and Bobby Christina actually makes an appearance on the song at the end. She says, mommy. Mommy. Um, mm-hmm. Which again also pulls on the heartstrings. Um, mm-hmm. And the song says, mommies and daddies always believe that their little angels are special indeed. And you could grow up to be anything, but who would imagine a king, a shepherd or teacher is what you could be, or maybe a fisherman out on the sea. Or maybe a carpenter building things. But who would imagine a king? Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> Come on. Oh, Lord. Uh, so it's a song that's singing about Jesus in which the question who would imagine a king was asked in reference to, you know, Joseph and Mary not realizing, you know, the who they had just given birth to. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, and it's, a, it's a, it's, it's it's similar to like parents right when they have children you have the, you bring these little beautiful humans in the world and you don't know who they're going to end up being like who you could imagine what they would end up being you know like you you're giving mm-hmm. birth to this special person that's going to go out there and do all these great things so that's why i said it's, it's like a lullaby like i could see a parent singing this singing this to their baby it's beautifully sung beautifully written and produced and the bridge makes me extremely emotional which is why i opted for the first verse and not the bridge because it get me in my deep feel, so I understand why Denzel probably dropped a couple tears yeah. um, when she sang this song, especially if she like sang it like live on set. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! So, who would imagine a king is my first one. My second one. Uh, so this is more, you know, R and B. My heart is calling. Oh, yes. <laughs> the skate scene. The skate scene. This song was in my top 100 songs for this year. So, yes. 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 Oh, it's man. such a lovely it's, song. It's a year round song. Yes. Um, it's RB. It's RB. And surprise, surprise, it was written and produced by Babyface. <laughs> surprise. Surprise. And when you hear it, you're like, yeah, this is a bit right. That's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, shout out to Dion Warwick. Yes. When, when yeah. you hear it, you're like, oh, this is, you, you're like, duh, this is Babyface. It's got Babyface written all over it. 
Um, and you know, Babyface says that when he writes for films, he watches the movie first and then and then writes the song. So like, it makes sense that this song appears when Julia and Dudley are out there skating mm-hmm. with uh, her mm-hmm. son Jeremiah, and mm-hmm. basically, with Julia was out there cheating with, with Dudley. <laughs> Go ahead and sit down, Jeremiah. The (laughs) cold man coming for you. Right, right, (laughs) right. It was supposed to be about him and it ended up being about them. Um but yeah, she was out there cheating with him on the ice. And I never really paid I never really paid close attention to like the (laughs) the verses. I know the chorus, obviously. But the verses. The verses are basically telling the story. Literally (laughs) telling the story of the cheating. So when I looked the lyrics up, girl, I I had me a nice little laugh. So Mm -hmm. it says, Who would have thought of it? That I might feel like this, some kind of wonderful. There's nothing quite comparable. The thing about it is, it's oh so innocent. I wasn't looking for it. Came knocking at my door. I'm trying to do things right, but I'm about to lose this fight because I'm spending time with you. Will it feel so good? And that's the truth. I said, I had to pull away from the computer. I was like, oh, she Mm -hmm. basically talked about how she falling for this man who who does. And they just they just are skating and cheesing up in the film. Yes. And I'm like, this is such a beautiful song. She said, my heart is calling. Out. I'm falling for I'm you. Falling. <laughs> she told us she was doing Literally. it. Literally. And, I, and I, I was like, Babyface is funny because he probably saw that and was like, oh, yeah, that's what's happening. That's literally what I'm going to write about. <laughs> yes. Yes. Literally. So, but it's a it's a beautiful song. Um, yes. Again, it, it it makes me smile, makes me feel good, and and mm-hmm. the the um the gift of baby face. I mean, the genius of baby face to kind of have a song that is about that, but doesn't sound like it's doesn't about that. sound like cheating yeah. exactly. <laughs> yep. You think you're you think it's just about some woman falling in love with a man that she yeah. knows? Yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> no, <I'm> all right, <laughs> a little deeper than that, right? <laughs> a little messier than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I I love that song. And then my <laughs> my last song is um Joy to the World. Joy to the world. The Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. So there. sweet, so sweet in so the beginning. Sweet. Yes. So sweet traditional so sweet. in the beginning yes and so there's yes. actually two songs about joy that are on this album the first mm-hmm. one is joy written by kirk franklin, kirk franklin. and again yeah. uh, when you listen to that one you're like yes this sound like kirk like <laughs> yeah <laughs> kirk going through. Um, i'm so glad he didn't speak on it yeah, like an say, no, he <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't do that don't do that don't no do i that. love kirk everybody <laughs> say joy that he was not on <laughs> not everybody say joy. It just, come on y'all it just, yes <laughs> you know he would have been like what? right one more time one more time come on yeah you could be a little louder. Like, there, no, there's a there is literally a live recording where he's doing that, and I was like, I'm so glad they said not for this album. They said, they said, they said Kurt. Oh, what's that? Um, that Simpson mean? We will use favor. it. Do me a favor, sit down. Log off. Log off. Log off. Log off. Let's just write the song, Kurt, and compose it. Don't need to say nothing else. They say we're gonna but, pay you. You just don't have to right, be on it's it. Right. It's all right. Right. You gonna get the royalties. Y'all talking about? That's, y'all talking about? And that song is great. And that song is it great. Is, like it is very. Um, but I chose Joy to the World. Um, 
it's you know it aligns with it's the last song that you hear of the movie right so yeah it's after the i think it's after her husband is, like gives his last sermon well not his last sermon but gives the last sermon <laughs> of the movie and yeah. like the church is like saved they're not going to be they're not going to sell out to the church to the to the guy who's trying to like buy their land mm-hmm. so it's, it's a joyful yeah joe hamilton rest in peace uh, gregory hines mm-hmm. um so it's a joyful moment and they sing this and the song starts off very traditional joy to the world the lord is come but then after she gets to that gets to that yes. first part it transitions yes. to the good old baptist yes it went from catholic to baptist come on now. <laughs> no literally it went from that, that. roberts to whitney houston <laughs> Ooh. yeah yeah Wait a but no for real it literally went from that because it, it then that it kind of fades out and then it comes back in everybody sing joy 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 to the world sing yes. joy come on yes. listen whitney 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 great i be seeing tweets and stuff and people be like whitney whitney houston don't have no business not being here no more and and <laughs> This album, this album really make me feel like that it breaks my heart every time i think about it yeah it's extremely it so sad i know mm-hmm. dami say all the time she can't think about it too hard because it really gets her emotional it's like so when you hear music like this and you hear whitney and you hear her voice and what she can do and how she can minister to, through her voice yeah make you feel like you're in love make you pray, give praise to god make you ball just just yeah. tears falling down Mm-hmm. It's not many people who have that gift, and she really displayed yeah, those really. gifts on this album through all of these beautiful songs. Um, it definitely has a special place in my heart. Yeah. Um, and although it, some of the songs make me extremely emotional, um, yes, for the most part, I get a lot of joy <laughs> when I listen to this album. <laughs> it's a and mix I love of emotions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are my three. Yeah. You wanna go, Dami? Yeah, I'll go. Ooh, so to follow up with Joy to the World, I'm gonna start with the song right before that. So this mm-hmm. is literally right after the sermon. And when it came up and she sang, I yeah. love the oh. Lord. I love the the Lord. Oh my gosh talk about emotion I surely do I surely do talk about emotion when I hear this song all I say is you cannot deny that Whitney actually had a relationship with the Lord and you could hear it all throughout this song yes oh, all yes. throughout this song um yes, whew. the original is by y'all already know no other than Richard, Richard. Smallwood Mm-hmm. and the Howard Gospel Choir and this is from yes. his album The Richest Small with Singers yes. <laughs> I love how they be naming the singers after them they got Kirk yes. Carr singers Richard Smallwood singers like these are my singers these are mine. <laughs> Donald, Donald probably would have did that he said let me let me say Tri-City let me just Tri-City right I got him from all, all over the place they ain't mine <laughs> so yes original song you're no, it's great. It's awesome. It's Richard Smallwood. You can't yes. go wrong with that. But <laughs> when you think right. about Whitney yeah. and how she softly just opens up the song, mm-hmm. the emotions already pouring out. Like Oof, I, girl. I feel like anytime I hear the song, I I end up crying. I really yes. end up crying. Absolutely, of course. Um, she said that this was her song, her favorite song of her since childhood, and she's she, wow. 
at church in Newark. So yep. again, you could tell this song lives through her and she truly loves the Lord. Um, yes. So this was Richard Smallwood's first hit, but once this came out on the soundtrack, that's crazy. It became hit all over again. Well, you think about it. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, gained Whitney new takes popularity. A, yeah, Whitney takes a song and yeah. revamps it and breathes new life into it and boom. It takes mm-hmm. over. She did it with yes. I Will Always Love You. She did it with so many other songs, <laughs> even on this yeah. same album. Right. <laughs> right. And what I love about it is, like, we know Whitney, she's a powerful vocalist, right? Yeah. She can go hard, but I think it's just a mesh of the background music, mm-hmm. the violins at the mm-hmm. end. Yeah. I think everything is just so peaceful in the end. It's like, wow, I love the Lord, and, and He's here through me and yeah, he's yeah. here everlasting and no matter what i love him and yeah. i always think about the last 40 seconds of the song how it's just so peaceful again the violins mm-hmm. the beautiful beautiful mm-hmm. masterwork that right there will make you cry it feels oh, like yeah. you you're going into heaven it feels like you're going into the gates and yeah, you're just it's like, opening up oh, hey, you're like, like it's wow i love it's the time. lord in here yeah. yes you know yes yes fun fact Oh she was God. supposed to lip sing this on the uh, scene. Of course she didn't. <laughs> of course, of course. But Penny Marshall, who's the director of the film, <laughs> wanted her to do it because it was during the winter time and it's mm-hmm. cold and they were like, we don't want you to ruin your voice. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, Whitney, go ahead and um, just lip sync it. And Whitney turned to Robin and was like, Whitney, don't lip sync. And then that's what she actually <laughs> sung. <this song. laughs> I said, yes, that it sounds very sounds much like, like, like she was Whitney. Gay. It sounds like Nippy. Oh, it like yes, Nippy. it sounds just like Nippy. So I'm like, you know what? That It, it did it for me. It did it for me. Right. Girl. So yes, love this song. This is probably my favorite song of the album. Yeah. Easily. It's Easily. Easily. That's a, that's a, a heavy a hitter punch. for real. Yes. Oh my God. I think yeah. something Amma was saying, we were hanging out last night and she was mm-hmm. saying about like how um Whitney was like restrained on there like how she just you know Whitney has this powerful voice this mm-hmm. megaphone voice mm-hmm. the fact that she was able to like pull back like Amma was saying and it's very true it's like it's incredible yeah. just the restraint it's, it's that she had on herself yeah. and it may, it's like it's a true worship song like it mm-hmm. and <laughs> I think we were saying like you <laughs> That's the type of song you don't need. Like, yeah. you're so you're no, oh, see, I was gonna say something. I was like, you don't oh, need. It's gonna sound, it's gonna sound you don't shady, and it's no shade, no shade. No, you don't need you know, it, but you don't need that, and, you don't need and it, it still hits. And the message hits. is still clear. Without you still feel the emotion. Be, yes, without having to be so raw and rugged mm-hmm. and like you know screaming about the lord it, it's mm-hmm. this thing yeah. where it's just like yeah i love the lord and you're making it sweet because loving the lord is sweet it's sweet you know it's what i'm saying sweet. like and she made it sweet with just the way that she like pulled back and yes like, wow that's and that's that's, that's iconic. Makes the song that's what yeah. makes song. it powerful yeah it, it gets incredible song. Goes right to my heart when yes. i hear that song yes. I, yeah I, I, lord Long yeah. as I live, long as I listen yeah. to his throne. Come even on though, now. even when she says just ad libbing, I surely do. I yes. surely yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Surely do. You're just mm-hmm. like, wow. I I feel that. I know. Yeah. I know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. what that surely do means. I know that no matter what I had been going through in my life, I still love I still God. Love God. I surely do. Like I know things don't look right, but mm-hmm. I surely do love the Lord. She love the Lord. She yeah. loves the Lord. You she felt that. You, you felt like, it. That's something where you can't pretend. You can't pretend. No, you can't fake that. 
Yeah, yeah. that's that's real. Mm-mm. That's yeah. why it's so iconic. Which is crazy. Yeah. Now, when you were saying how you know she was kind of apprehensive of taking the role because she didn't feel like she related to the character, but it's like, yeah. girl, crazy. Girl, crazy. This, this is you. you. But you also have to think about it. You know, this is no shade and no, no disrespect. We know Whitney was dealing with a lot of issues. She was dealing yeah. with drugs, especially during that time, very mm-hmm. heavily. So mm-hmm. it could have been a thing of more like, I don't want to pretend about mm. singing about God and I'm in this place in my Struggling. life where I'm so far from God, where yeah. it feels like I'm far from God. So that could have been the thing really that Maybe. what she was saying. It you know, it, it's easy to be like, I don't want to do it because I don't relate. But it could have been a, I don't relate because that's not how I feel about my life right now. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. You know? we've, we've had those moments. We've had yeah. those moments. Yeah. But I hope after the soundtrack. You just sing a song yeah. over and over again and that's not how you you're not even feeling, feeling in your life. Truly yeah. inside. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. hope after that soundtrack that she really was able to reconnect and yeah. renew her relationship with God if it wasn't renewed by then. So. Absolutely. Because that song alone. Whew. All right, let me move on before I get emotional. I'm about to say, Second song, please. We're going to turn, we gonna turn to the, another R&B slash hip-hop. Yeah. This is Somebody Bigger Than You and I. Somebody bigger than you and I. Bigger than the open sky. Bigger than the tallest tree. Bigger than the deepest sea. Somebody bigger than the desert sands. Bigger than the tallest man. Featuring her husband at the time. Yes. Featuring her husband at the time, Bobby Brown, Faith Evans, Johnny yeah. Gill, Monica, <laughs> Ralph Tresman. I'm like, damn, wait a minute. Damn. I didn't realize it was that many yes. people. So many, so many. Somebody bigger. you and I. It's the opposite. I love the Lord with all that extra. Like as if they were all in the booth and they were like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, go sing, go sing on here, go sing on here. Come on, I love it because it's, it's it's a gospel standard, right? So it's yeah, like yes. written yes. by Johnny Lang, uh, High Health, and, and Sony Burke, and I think it was originally sung by Mahalia uh, Mahalia Jackson. Oh wow! And it's like what oh, a spin. That? What yeah. a spin to what this. A, a nice little R&B, yeah, hip hop. It. It's like, this is a type of song where, you know, if you, you go to the club a little early and, you know, you wait for the club to get packed out and you get your drinks, you just vibe it. You can hear this song. I'll tell you. You can hear this song. Don't play. You can hear it. You get that little early. <laughs> right. It got a little funky bass to it. it I'm does. like, dang. Okay. This is very yeah. different. And, and I actually appreciate it. And yeah. I know it's kind of crazy because there's so many people on the dance song. It's, it's weird because at one point I couldn't tell which one was Faith Evans, which one was Monica when they sing. I'm like, I'm like, wait, who is this singing this yeah. part? And I went on yeah. YouTube at one part and they were arguing in the comments like, nah, nah. two minutes and 30 seconds. Monica, they're like, no, that's Faith Evans. Yes. They try to figure out who Girl, was who. Not this We Are the World. Right. <laughs> the Christmas We Are the World. Yes. Yeah, I love this song. Everybody bring a little piece of yes. their um, creativity and originality to this song. Um, I love Bobby, Bobby Raspy as vocals. Raspy um, is correct. Yes. Very. Bobby look. Bobby sound like he don't do no vocal training, like no practice. No he goes straight in. <laughs> 
like, Bobby, cough it out first. She's like, I need you to bring it down here. Yeah. You up here? I need you here. I need you here. I need you here, baby. He, he don't know restraint. No. 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 Right. Tour. Original J Hud. But um <laughs> wait a minute. The rest J Hud. I can't. Uh, but yes, fun song. I mean, this song says everything about God, right? Somebody yeah. bigger than the earth is round, bigger than the saddest frown, bigger than the brightest smile, and no longer mm. than the longest mile. Somebody bigger than the biggest fight and darker than the darkest night, bigger than the biggest gun, because he's the only shining sun. To me, that's like, look, whatever you think is big, my God is bigger than that. <laughs> yes. Period. And what a way to have that over such a funky R&B, hip-hop type of vibe. So, mm-hmm. I love this song. And I'm going to end it. Mm. I'm going to end it with He's All Over Me. With none other than Miss Shirley Caesar. Yes. <laughs> so this song wasn't um, in the movie. However, well, it was a little bit. Yeah. The choir wasn't singing it. Yeah. However, um, Loretta Devine, she was just playfully singing the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this is right before she was frightened by Dudley when you're trying to meet yes. uh, the Reverend. <laughs> yes this song is written by alvin darling and you cannot go wrong with the duo of whitney houston and shirley caesar shirley right? caesar mm-hmm. shirley caesar first lady of gospel music mm-hmm. also could be known as the queen of gospel music herself yes. you can't go wrong with it you know this song gives you that classic baptist type of performance <laughs> you have a strong pianist you have a vocal, yes. strong choir and yeah. it, it felt like they fed off of each other's energy like you know yeah. when it will start off but then you know shirley don't play she'll she start off strong and then when he's like oh you know what uh, uh. <laughs> you know what and yeah. we go going to he's in my hands he's in my feet i can hardly keep yeah. my feet yeah. <laughs> the breakdown the breakdown yes <laughs> it's a powerful like gospel track and it's just celebrating the everlasting presence of god and honestly when i think about this song and i read the lyrics and i'm like this summarizes the whole movie right mm-hmm. that he's all over me like even when i'm not thinking about him mm-hmm. even when i have the enemies against me he's still mm-hmm. here protecting me he brought an angel down here he heard my cries he heard me calling for help and he sent someone mm-hmm. here to help me and you know that's that's a movie with in itself so mm-hmm. it he's really always is. present he's always present in every aspect yeah. of life always providing strength and guidance and protection um so yeah oh i i again I, sound I, like I, love I love this movie i love the soundtrack yeah, yeah, yeah. yes um I love a good old praise song like that. Yeah, good old praise song. Want to clap your hands with the tambourine? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody in revival, in the pews. Yes, yes. <laughs> I can't. Well, let me take it on home. Mm-hmm. All right. My first song is I'm gonna I'm put God first. Um, hold on, help is on the way. The Lord. God first, then everything else follows. Christ um, and Christmas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yo, trigger, trigger. 
Whitney really shines the most when she sings gospel, and I'm I'm so glad that you know she was on this earth long enough to actually give us a gospel slash inspirational album soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel like Whitney is at home when she's singing in the church because obviously that's where she began. Um, this is the fourth song on the album. It was written by Reverend Kenneth Padden. This is the opening song of the movie where we're introduced to many of the characters um, in the movie, but you obviously see Whitney putting her heart and soul into singing this. She's visibly sweating when she's singing Hold On mm-hmm. Help Us On The Way. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you even get a little that. taste of Loretta Divine singing as she's walking in with the choir. Um, yeah, that and, little voice. You know, yeah, I just love yes, <laughs> that high pitched voice. I love that it's just it's so perfect when you add Georgia Mass Choir as well. They add that little like razzle dazzle that's required in a good good old gospel song. You know, that's right. Um, they really drive home the point in the choir that help is on the way. <laughs> like I love mm-hmm. that. Gospel songs, they're great with uh, soloists, obviously, but like the choir just definitely is, it helps lay the foundation of, you know, for the singer to like really what they say in church, stand flat footed and sing, like for real. Mm-hmm. Ooh, child, mm-hmm. for real. Um, this song placement in the movie is very crucial to the story because this is when Henry is having a very difficult time being a reverend and you can visibly see the stress on his face you can hear the tiredness in his preaching he's even recycling julia's father's old sermon um and then you you just hear them like hold on help is on the way and he doesn't really he's not really into it you can't Mm -hmm. see that he's like he's out of it but Mm -hmm. it's really telling you like hold on hold on henry help is on the way we're going to get through this and so I just think this is a great gospel song. I love it because it's one of those songs to obviously remind you to stay steadfast and mm-hmm. don't give up on God, you know, because he does have a plan for you. I know I get weary sometimes. I'm like, God, what the, what the heck is going on? You got to yeah. tell me something personally, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And, you know, there's sometimes when the you, you the struggles of life really be life and life really be life in and the valleys really be <laughs> very low mm. um but this is a song that can definitely help you to realize that you know god is going to be coming your way if you just hold on you know they definitely keep saying in there he may not come when you want him but he's always on time on time you gotta remember time. Right. there's a lot of things in life where you you you're like uh how did i get here or what what is going on and then that little something unexpected will happen or something will make you feel like wait a minute like there goes my help there it mm. is like mm-hmm. help. and it's right yes. when you need it it's not when you, when you expect it it's it's not when you expect it but it's when you need it you need it so that's right this is this is one of those songs and i just love hold on help us on the way uh, especially because it's the opener it makes you feel good it's perfect for the opener it's yeah perfect. yeah mm. my <laughs> You got that forehead and that mouth sweat. Yes. That yeah. stash sweat. I get stash it. Stash sweat. <laughs> um, my second song is one of my favorite songs, obviously, from the album, You Were Loved. You'll hold this world's most priceless thing. The greatest gift this life can bring is when you look back and know you were loved. 
This is mm. track number eight on the album. It was mm. written by a great songwriter, Diane Warren, yes. and pro- mm-hmm. produced by none oh, other Diane. than, of course, Babyface. Of course, this is of course. My favorite like song of Whitney's because mm-hmm. I I will often sing this song <laughs> like around the house. I'll be like, "You in love?" My sister be like, "What the hell are you singing?" Like, what are you? And I'll be adding ad- 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 and stuff her parts, and she was like, "What what song is this that you keep singing?" Right. She's like, don't worry about it. But it's a very touching song, you know, very heartfelt ballad, and I love the message that it conveys, which is that when you have you know, when you've gone on and it's your time or, you know, your time is coming near, you look back on your life and you know that you were loved. You made an impact in somebody's life. You, mm-hmm. you know, you can have all the riches in the land. You can have everything that you ever wanted in life. But there's nothing like knowing that you were loved and that you love somebody mm-hmm. and that you touch somebody's heart along the way, as they say in the in the song. Mm-hmm. Um, and this song really hits home for me because that's exactly how I want to feel when I'm on my deathbed or, you know, mm-hmm. when I pass on and I see whatever the afterlife is. I, I want people to I want to realize, like, OK, I was loved. I was cared for. Yeah. Like people mm-hmm. really they really rocked with me. That's that's a good. And I made a good impact on people like I, I did that for somebody that'll feel really good to me. Um, mm. and you know, I hope that Whitney feels like that, you know, especially now oh, that yes. she's going on. I hope yeah. that she knows she that better. she was loved, right. you know, <laughs> better, girl. Yes. Yeah. and there's no, there's no other feeling of like, just knowing that you love somebody, somebody and it's like continued on even beyond the grave. Yeah. Um, I love the, the verse, verse two, you can have diamonds in your hands, have all the riches in the land. But without love, you don't really have a thing. When somebody cares that you're alive, when somebody trusts you with their life, that's when you'll know. That's that you have all you need. You hold this world's most priceless gift, the finest treasure that there is. You can look back and know you were loved. Hmm. And this also makes me think about something. Yes, Diane, girl. (laughs) Um, This also makes me think about something that Maya had brought up to me um, regarding Coleman Domingo who's playing Mr. Mm. in The Color Purple. Mm -hmm. Coleman Domingo lost his mother uh, a while back, and he said that, you know, he he was saying something about grief, and it was, I'm paraphrasing, but he's saying, like, I hope I never lose the grief or never lose the um, grieving of my mother because that's how much I loved her. Mm. I loved her so much, I don't want to stop. I don't want that feeling to stop because... That's how I know that she was loved by me. That's how I know that she mm. she made an impact in my life. And I was mm. like, wow, that's a different wow. way of looking at grieving. Yeah. Wow. Um, doesn't have to be grieving. Doesn't always have to be like very downtrodden. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, you grieve in different ways. And I think he's just meaning like, I just, I want her to know that I'm, I'm I miss her so much and I love her so much because you know she she loved me and that's she was a great presence in my life. And I was like, wow, I can relate to that. Yeah. So there's that one. And then this song, this last song. When I tell you a love song, when I tell you Mm -hmm. um, this is a song that makes you believe in love, a song that makes you feel good. It's just everything I ever wanted in a love song and I didn't even know. (laughs) Listen. Um, but I, this is I Believe in You and Me and this is the, actually the film version there are two versions on the soundtrack yes. the film yes. version and the single version um, 
the film version takes the cake for me. It's just everything. I don't even. I don't even have the words. I, I'm speechless every time it comes on. I remember learning about the single version and being like, "Oh no, I don't. I don't like this <laughs> like as much. It's a little watered down to me." But you know, it's still good. Still, obviously, same same concept. Um, but this song is the first song on the album, and it was the lead single of the album. Mm-hmm. Um, Whitney and Mervyn Warren again produced this, the film version. Um, David Foster actually did the single version. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. Sounds yeah. Like <laughs> um, the song was actually written by Sandy Linzer and David Wolfert. And the song was first recorded and released by one of my Pop Ops favorite groups, The Four Tops. I believe in you and me. I believe that we will be in love eternally as far as I can see. Oh, really? This song is actually another song that became a hit, like I Love the Lord, after it actually was first released by another group. Whitney. Yeah. It was a modest hit for the Four Tops. You know, it, it sounds good. You know, it's very loving. It's, you know, a ballad just like, you know, Whitney's. But Whitney's takes the cake, obviously. Like, that's her song. People think mm. that I Believe in You and Me is hers when it's actually the Four Tops. I mean, yeah, I know well, I other definitely people would believe that it's Whitney's, but people in my grandfather's and father's generations will probably say, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might even be like, no, I didn't hear that until Whitney sang it. Right. Um, right. But every time I see this movie and I see her walking into Jazzy's, I just get so excited because I know this song is coming up. Mm-hmm. I'm literally stricken with immobility. Like, I can't move. Mm. Kind of like, I feel exactly how Dudley feels when he's watching her on stage singing it. Mm. And he's looking at her and he's literally falling in love with her as literally. she's singing the song. And Shut I feel out. that. And I'm like... The eyes. Yeah, you see that. You see his eyes and you see the way he's like, wow, like mesmerized <laughs> by her. Yeah, mesmerized. He is mesmerized. Um, and she was yeah, too. Oh my gosh, she's beautiful. And I watched this. Yeah, when I watch this, I just have to sit. I don't care what I'm doing. It could be me, like, just watching it and passing or whatever. Yeah. I'm at somebody's house and it's on. I'm sitting to watch her sing this song. <laughs> like, this this song is just incredible. It's perfect. It is, it is absolutely, like, absolutely perfect. Um, <laughs> but like I was saying, this, is, this song is shown at the part of the movie where Henry is supposed to take Julia out. They're supposed to be going having a night on town, be intimate and all that because it's been a minute for them. And then Dudley is taking the place of Henry and he just is like, oh, Lord, like, I I can't believe this is who Henry is marrying. He's forgetting, like, how great this woman is. You know what I mean? There's a line in the movie. Yeah, exactly. There's a line in the movie, um, that Lionel Richie says, 
when he's like giving his cameo he's um he says to Dudley like if you ever want to know what loving really sounds like it's in her voice mm-hmm. and it's the truth it is mm. the, that that line. I don't know who wrote that, but kudos to you because that's exactly how I think mm. we all feel about Whitney, especially when she sings this song. There's, I I feel like there's nothing left to be desired when you when you hear this song. There's no notes. Like it's a ten out of mm. ten. Uh, I feel like this is one of Whitney's greatest ballads, and I I don't know what I would do without the song. Like this to me is like a song that I would listen to either if I'm falling in love or not I don't care it just makes me feel so good I believe in love like I believe Mm. in dreams again I believe in everything again like you you give me that feeling like I believe in you and me I believe that we will be in love eternally well as Mm. far as I can see you will always be the one for me yes Mm. oh my god Yes, yes. I believe in dreams again. I believe that love will never end. And like the river finds the yes. sea, I was lost. She didn't she bring it to church. I Ooh. was lost and now I'm free. Because I free. believe in you and me. Me. It's mm. just Listen. an incredible song. An incredible song. Wedding Lyrics. song, all the song, love Absolutely. song, make love song, all that. Absolutely. It is, it is just it yeah. is a you talking about R&B, you talking about soul, you talking about hitting you in the heartstrings, this song will yeah. do that. And it's, it's the film version. For me, for the me, version. the film version yeah. will do that for you. The, yeah. the soundtrack version, the, the, the one that they released, the single version, same, it's nice, you know, but it's something about, I don't know, when I first saw that, I don't know when I realized that that song was amazing, but whenever it was, and I just was like, yeah, yeah, that's how yeah. I want to feel when I'm in love. That's the like one. Dudley. I want to feel like he is when yes. he's, you know what I'm he saying? Like that's exactly. falling in love before our eyes. falling in love with her. Yes. Yeah. Like, so, right at that moment. Two things about this song. One, I told my mom we was recording, and she's like, what y'all talking about? I said, we talking about The Preacher's Wife. She said, my favorite song in the world is on that album. I said, what? <laughs> what? I, didn't, I was like, what song? You never like, knew I, that. I never knew that I Believe in You and Me wow. was her favorite song. She News said, to me. And when she was describing it, she was sounding just like Michaela. She was just like, yes. oh, it, just, it just does something to me. And it I does. Just, it just, it, I just love Mama it. She's like, that is does. my song. It and I'm does. like, girl, I ain't never knew that. But I'm glad I know now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. Then the, the second thing, I'm about to sing y'all this link. And for those who, who are listening, I know I always be like, go to YouTube and watch this. But for real, for real. <laughs> There's this there was this young man some years ago. His name is TJ Webb. He was on the mm-hmm. Apollo and he sang mm-hmm. this. He was a he was a young, he was like a, a it was like the children. Amateur or night, like kids. Oh, okay. It was the kids. Yeah, he was a young boy. He couldn't have been more than like ten or twelve. He sang this song. Oh wow. Mm. And when I, I don't know how I came up on this on YouTube some years ago. Yeah. It blew me the hell away. Yeah. I'm sending y'all wow. it blew me away. So if you get a chance, go check it out. He sang this song on Apollo and it was when Steve Harvey was hosting. And mm. it was I never heard a child sound like that. Yeah. Mm. This song is just I don't know. I don't know how they came up dying. I don't know how they do all this. I don't know. Sandy, what you was thinking about, who you was thinking about. You gotta be in love to write that. What right. what, what was really going on? But thank you. Whatever you was going through, thank you, Sandy and David, about whatever y'all had going on and who y'all was in love with to write this song. And thank you for tops for singing it. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, so Thank that we get the melody right. 
<laughs> and thank you, Whitney, for taking it on home. It's yes. making it's it yours, girl. As, as it's always. Her song. It's her song. It's just everything to me. She, like, she just, just snatches people's songs like that. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yes. Auntie Lisa. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> this this album is just an incredible album. I, I don't know mm-hmm. how much more we can say about it. I think, you know, like I said in the beginning, if you're looking for an album with a little bit of something for uh for jazz or for R&B, gospel, <laughs> hip-hop. Yeah. yeah, you want to laugh a little bit? You want to hear Bobby Brown? hear Bobby Brown and Ralph going at it in the booth? Girl, girl. <laughs> the most. Go ahead, so listen to it. <laughs> All around great album. Some, some, yes. There's a few songs that we still didn't even say that's right. still great on the album as mm-hmm. well. So it's just, oh, it just makes me feel so good. It's it's a movie that I, I feel like it's it's hard to watch. It's hard to, you know, listen to some of the music as well because mm-hmm. it means a lot to me. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was a movie that it's like one of the last movies me and my mom watched together. So it mm. means a lot to me. Yeah. 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 It's going to always be in your heart. Yeah, for real. Little Michaela better get ready wherever she is. <laughs> oh, so oh, we're going yes. to have a little niece. Little, little Michaela better right. get ready is wherever she is. <laughs> is what y'all want to know. What y'all want to know. I know. We want to know she's like five years old. <laughs> she's going to yeah. be 10, <laughs> 10 years old. That's right. your cousin. Baby, this. No, this is my child. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, yeah. All right. Well, that was our hook, y'all. Um, yes. Let's know how beautiful. y'all feel. Do y'all feel as good as we do when we listen to the preacher's wife? Go ahead and hmm. watch that. An angel fell in love with a woman, Lord. Yes. If loving an angel is wrong, I don't want to be. I want to be right. I don't want to be right. If you don't feel the same way we feel, that means that you are the devil. You might want to get help. Not, not you are the devil, Lord. You might, you might want to seek help. No, no, yes. no, 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 Go Google no. your nearest church. No, 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 and walk in there. And walk in there. And walk in there. Like, uh, who was it? Was yeah, right, right. Was Shug. Shug. Yeah, no. Shug. She, she started hearing the choir. She said, oh, no, I got I to gotta go back to church. I got to go with my daddy. That's how y'all need to walk back in that church. No, I'm ma'am. Dead. No, ma'am. Yes, yes, ma'am. Connect the dots for him, girl. Connect the dots for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So y'all gonna watch the color purple? Just remember that part. Yeah, yes. that better be y'all. Oh gosh! All right, let's get into the outro. What's what y'all want to talk about? What's going on? I, I can go because honestly, I feel bad now that this is my my the drop. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping I'm going to end it on a positive note. Oh, so maybe. you know, there's only probably <laughs> one main album that came out last week. Oh, and it's been. I don't know so much controversy, but I've been seeing a lot of mixed reviews. This is no none other than uh, Nicki Minaj, mm-hmm. Pink Friday number two. Um, this album mm-hmm. was actually pretty highly anticipated because you hear Pink Friday and you mm-hmm. think about her first studio album, which wow, banger, yeah, a banger. It it, mm-hmm. it made Very it pushers are starting with that album. Yeah. So you thinking. Pink Friday, you hear Pink Friday too. It's like, oh wait, is this a sequel? And we already know when you hear about sequels, it's like it can go either way. Um, because people are anticipating the original and if the original was so great, it's like, okay, well, that means that Pink Friday 2 is gonna be great. Mm-hmm. But I've been seeing a lot of mixed reviews. Um, this is her fifth studio album. She had a lot of collaborations with J. Cole, Lil Wayne, Drake, Lil Uzi Vert, Skilly Bang, Skang, uh, Future, 50 Cent, Monica, Keisha Cole. So she had a, a good amount of collaborations mm-hmm. and um 
just like Pink Friday, the original, it, you know, it's a nice mixture. You get a little bit of pop. You get a little bit of uh, reggae. You get hardcore rap. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 very similar. But but I've been seeing some reviews that people are not really feeling it. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about the non-barbs, you know, because I know the barbs. Yes, we know y'all love it. And and I understand. And personally, for me, there's some stuff on the song. There's some songs that I actually enjoy. And I'm like, okay, it's cool. But a lot of people feel like it's not cohesive. Um, it feels more so like a mixtape and not like an actual product, a project. <laughs> and, um, you know, some people are not even listening to it at all because of just all the recent controversies surrounding Nikki and, yeah. you know, her husband and so on and so forth. So, like, I can understand people don't listen to it. But personally, I did enjoy it. Um, Obviously not like the original Pink Friday, but I think it was cool. Um, I ain't gonna lie, my real chokehold is probably um, everybody. We gonna spin and kill. Deep in the spot. A nigga telling all. We gonna spin and kill. Deep in the spot. A nigga telling all. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing the most. That song, of course, Big Jersey and Lil Uzi Vert. You know, it's it's hard to go wrong with a song like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, have y'all listened to it? And what are y'all thoughts? I did. I I listened to the whole thing, all twenty two songs, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. I listened to it from beginning to end in order. Um, I listened to it in my car. Okay. Because I recognize that in the car, louder it sounds better than just playing it on my phone. You know. Um, mm-hmm. I I would agree saying that I, it didn't feel cohesive. Um, I think she had a little bit of everything on there, just like you said, which was nice. I didn't mind mm-hmm. the features, but a lot of the songs to me just felt like fillers. I just, there was, everybody stood out to me. So everybody, of course, Red Ruby, the sleaze, of course, because she had already released that. We already talked about Super mm-hmm. Big Girl. We don't like that song. But right. those are the only two songs that I really liked on the album. Oh, and, and, um, What's the one? Not Barbie Dreams. Was it Barbie Dreams? It was, I don't know. It was one of the songs. The one with the, I'm a Barbie girl, that one? No, no, no. It was the one, I think it was a play on a, a Biggie song, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Um, but that, it was, yeah, Barbie Dreams was on Queen. But it's another, it's another song. Yeah. I'm going to find it. But I just, I don't, it was just a lot of forgettable tracks on there for me. Oh, Barbie Dangerous. That's what it's called. Um yes. Like, oh, I'm in Dangerous. Like, that's that big, that um Biggie and, um. Oh gosh, Bone Thug song, but um, yeah, I just if I had to give it like out of ten for me personally, mm-hmm. it's gonna mm-hmm. be like a three or a four. I just I mm. just did not enjoy. It. I I listened with an open heart and an open mind because I have lots of Nicki songs that I like. It just wasn't for me. It's not for me. It's for somebody, but that somebody just ain't me. Yeah, that's your right. It just felt it felt lazy. And you, and you gave it a fair review. Yeah, you you listen to it fully. You listen to it I in did. different areas and different environments. And, I did. Hey, it is what it is. Yeah, it just wasn't for me. But I'm I'm. If she seemed people seem to be running it up. The everybody song is obviously going to be a hit. It's it's out. It's the pink I want to rock. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It sounded like Lil Uzi Vert said the same thing. <laughs> I want to rock. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly so you know she gonna get a number one album or on, on the billboard i'm happy like oh yeah good for her but it ain't for me Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. have you listened to kayla or listening to your tracks Only a little bit 
Not enough to even give comments. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> fair. Fair. I like I like That's needle. Fair. That's about it. You love what? Needle. I said oh, I like needle, needle but needle. that's about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll see where it goes. Um, she announced a tour, so she's gonna be out on the road soon, and yeah, you know, I'm sure all her fans, all the all the barbs, they're gonna be they're gonna sell, hopefully sell out the tour. Oh, you um, already know. Well, we'll yeah. Be, cause, uh, Does Nicki Minaj perform? What you or mean? she just raps? Is she a performer? Surprise. That's no mm-hmm. shade. She tried like she, at the VMA, the Vanguard thing. She definitely like had a little two step. I don't okay. see her as like she's not about to give you like no Beyonce. I'm gonna be dancing all night type thing. She no, gonna give you I a little one yeah. two every now and then. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't we'll I, see. I, well, I already I told her what Cameron said about her performance would be amazing. He's like, is she gonna move? Because she just stood on she stood on that yeah. platform. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you just gotta go with your strengths. That's it. Right. You gotta go with your strengths. <laughs> but yeah, all the best to Nikki. I mean, congratulations for releasing a new album. I mean, mm-hmm. especially a fifth studio album. Some people can't can't even get to the second one. So yeah, yeah. And the fact that you still have supporters and heavy supporters. Heavy. I mean, heavy psychotic. Heavy. Supporters, but yes, heavy nonetheless. Yeah. I, 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 I'm said that. Don't talk to me, y'all. I mean, I don't even know if Barb's listen to this show, so because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they would have already, already had a hit out on us. They, they would have, they would have, they already, uh, they would already chop their heads off. They collect so. the evidence, right? Right. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, be, <laughs> not a, we gonna be a TikTok, and not a Rico. <laughs> We're Rico's mm-hmm. <laughs> I still only know racketeering. Don't have Alma, please. All right, I'm gonna bring us home. I'm gonna bring us home. So, keeping with the Christmas holiday spirit, um, this week's mm-hmm. uh, Slept on Saturday is brought to you by none other than Mr. Gucci Mane. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this song is <laughs> this song is called 12 Days of Christmas. Yes. And it's from his East Atlanta Santa uh, 3 mixtape from 2019. Classic. Now, this may not be an SOS to some of you, like it appears it's not to Dami, but it is to me. Cause I just I just ran into this song this week when I was looking for like some Christmas songs I hadn't heard of, um, mm-hmm. and when I first played it, this track it had my shoulders jumping. I said, "Okay, sorry, <laughs> right, Gucci. <laughs> Gucci is many things, but you can't say he can't rap. He can put he put, he can put together a great song, great verses. Um, now this ain't your granny's Twelve Days of Christmas. Um, it's not even your mama's Twelve Days of Christmas." <laughs> Um, oh, wow. but it is a, tra- I call it a trap miss record. It is a trap miss record through and through. Now I'm not going to read all the lyrics, but I am going to work my way through the 12 days for you guys. <clears throat> Gucci, oh, gosh. Gucci man says. True story. Half a brick told me feed my family. On the second day of Christmas, I bought an MC, Super Sport, and I set it on G's. I'm the Grinch that stole Christmas. Nigga, ask about me. On the third day of Christmas, my old plug sent to me 10 milk jugs full of pills and like 80 bales of weed. On the fourth day, said fuck that shit, went on a spree. I got niggas still want payback for shit I did in 03. 
on the seventh day of Christmas, got a new drum for the stick. On the eighth day of Christmas, I got into a beef. Ninth day of Christmas, they begging me for peace. Tenth day of Christmas, they calling up police. Eleventh day of Christmas, pull our shit out on the streets. Twelfth day of Christmas, got my mama losing sleep. It might be Christmas to you, but just another day to me. End quote, Gucci Mane. That is my slept on Saturday for the week. And the only thing I have to say after that is, I wonder if Gucci still feels this way. He ain't living that life no more. <laughs> he not. He not. Gucci clone. See, I ain't want to go there. Maybe the original. Maybe the original. I, the Gucci clone. I, maybe. It's different. The, the clone is different, but the original still feels this way. Because he said it's yeah. just another day. And I said, don't say that, Gucci, man. You the East Atlanta fan. It can't just be another day. It's Christmas. <laughs> right. So y'all go check By it out. By the time this recording goes out, he'd be on day 10, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So it's, it's. I hope you're not doing that. What was day 10 again? Day 10. Or day, day, day Is three? that the 80 things of, of we, 80 grams of weed? They said on the 10th day, that? they was calling the police. So I hope he's not on day 10. On the, thir- mm-hmm. on the third day. Shit, I can't read. They going backwards. <laughs> oh, his old plug. Yeah, his old plug sent to him ten on um, milk sent to me ten milk jugs full of pills like and like eighty bales of weed. Wow. Wow. I hope not with them kids in the house. He got a right. pharmacy. Right. He got the pharmacy. All right. Anyway, twelve days of Christmas. Gucci Mane is this week. Slept on Saturday. Go. Let's Great listen choice. to that for some holiday cheer. Great choice. Yes, you want a little something different in your holiday you gotta be inclusive. music. Gotta be inclusive. Right. You tired of hearing it's time. <laughs> Don't do our girl. The trappers have their own music too. You gotta respect trap their own little Christmas season. It's trap this season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. We hope that you guys enjoyed this hook today. We hope that you enjoyed the outro. Let us know how y'all feel about Nicki Minaj. Yeah. And- all the days of Christmas. Yeah. Yes. Uh, East Atlanta Santa. Follow us on all the things. Yeah. Uh, we have a Twitter. Oh, yeah. We have a Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. What else? Not a LinkedIn. What you is you saying that? A link tree. LinkedIn. Triggering. Link tree. TikTok. What else do we have? Email us any type of email us any type of uh, that see now Dami actually purposely says Black Planet. I accidentally say LinkedIn. Somebody gonna really go. Let us know how y'all feel. Hope that you guys yes. Hope that you guys enjoyed this. Happy holidays to everybody. Couple more or one more week. Couple more weeks till Christmas. Oh, we almost there. Days when this comes out. Wow, y'all must there, y'all. Hope y'all got your gifts ready. <laughs> I got some gifts. <laughs> right. I got All right, gifts. y'all. <laughs> Be safe. Bye, <laughs> Bye y'all. <laughs>